Previously on Adventures in Questing. I'm gonna like look at everyone and be like, oh heck. And then like <laughs> take my sword two-handed and try to like literally jump off and like like impale it from above. Okay. Can I burn? Yes, not the boat, just the bad guys. Okay. <laughs> and then you see a shape behind it cutting through the water. Oh you're fucking. And a reef shark. <laughs> the second marrow. He stops at the porthole and is kind of squeezes his whole body through the hole and out of sight and you start to hear screams from the crew. The ship is blocking the path. We have to destroy the ship somehow. Doc, yes, I need you to make a death saving throw. Okay, that's one fail. Leila, you cast confusion on yourself. Braca in his, in his kind of robes, he looks straight at the Sahuigan and Braca goes, um, you gave me your word, priestess. <gasps> and the robe transforms into two gigantic yeah. wings. Oh! It kind of elongates, and you see this massive bronze dragon. <laughs> Good old rusty sword. Hands to the sailor next to me. Hit it really hard. You guys are kind of pulled free and finally exits the broken bridge on the other side. Instantly, the, the weather feels a little bit cooler uh, on the water, and you begin to kind of move forward. A whole night passes. You all take a long rest and, and heal from your wounds, kind of sleep through the, the trauma that was that battle. How does Olivia, like, look kind of, like, as the journey goes when we're, you know, essentially burying her crew at sea? Like, does she, how does she look? Uh, the whole time, <laughs> she is really quite solemn. Yeah. Just kind of stealing very angry glances in Braca's direction. Mm. Very angry that she made this call. And that it was, and it resulted in these things. Okay. She doesn't look super into it. So currently, the crew remaining, there are the two men that you saved down below, Pim. There are uh, two or three that were up in the in the rigging um, during the fight, and there were the two, uh, one that was on the ballista and one that was on the mangonel. So roughly, I would say half of the crew was killed. While um, the crew, like they did, seem to lose crew, and they are upset about it. They are moving on from it pretty quickly. Like mm. you lose men at sea, and there are. Are monsters and there are dangers and, and death when you're sailing is kind of something that happens a lot. You guys sail all through the night, you get a long rest, get all your hit points back, spell slots, all that jazz, and you wake up the next morning and as you kind of walk out, the remaining crew is all going below. The, the guys who man the weapons are going below and you can see the oars being stuck out and Baraka has kind of released the ropes and has swum around to the side, kind of looks at all of you. Faith Haven. It's just a little that way, kind of gestures with his massive fucking claw. You can see definitely like ahead, this island kind of rising up from the water at a distance. Olivia kind of gives him a nod. We will row from here. Thank you. I hope we meet again under better circumstances. I have a question for you. Um, I pull out the green scales. <laughs> Do you know whose these are? No, but I recognize the color. I do not get along with the chromatic variety of dragon. Mm. Okay. Well, keep your eye out for green dragon. I will. Sinks below the waves, and then in this burst of water, <laughs> bursts out of the water and starts to fly back in the direction of the broken bridge. The guys start rowing towards this island. Colette kind of walks up to you guys. You guys ever been to Faith Haven? No. I don't 
don't think so. Everybody, the exception of Layla, because there's no way Layla would know, make a history check. Oh, no. Is that 15? 15 for me, too. Ooh. 14. Nine. Nine. Uh, you guys have probably heard of Faith Haven. You've never been. Faith Haven is a large island that is not ruled by any governing body. It's just east of the Broken Bridge, commonly referred to as a sanctuary for the faithful. So basically, the entire island is just one place where anyone may come and worship their specific god. So all the buildings are basically temples, but it is like a functioning city and island. Like, because there are gods of everything, there are inns and there are markets and there are all of these different things. It's kind of like a Mecca or a Jerusalem. It's where you go to find some of the oldest temples in the world and to worship your various gods. You guys are kind of rowing in the direction of the island. There's this kind of like low mist this morning all over the sea, so it's kind of hard to see. As you guys start to sail, uh, start to kind of move closer, and the island kind of comes into greater view. Uh, it's kind of got a um, Greece vibe, like all the buildings kind of on the on the edge here, kind of on the coast are these like white stone. The water is like this brilliant blue. You can see like olive trees and, and like greenery, and then you can see that the island kind of goes up into some hills and is quite large. Uh, the specific area that you are heading towards right now looks to be this massive temple that looks like a gigantic, like 200 foot long stone ship, the front of which is open like a doorway. Uh, there are like dry docks near this temple where ships have been completely pulled out of the water and are being repaired. You see that there are ships sailing in and out of this large opening in the stone temple. You can see men and women in various like robes. They don't look like priests. They're almost like they've got robes on, but the sleeves are rolled up and they've got like working gloves and like tool belts. Some of them are hanging from the ships in the dry docks, like tarring the sides and like preparing things. Like these seem to be priests, but they're like shipwrights, like that specifically, like they are fixing ships. Standing on the prow, like on the very, very front of this uh, gigantic like statue of a ship, essentially, is a statue of a humanoid-looking figure um, with kind of like a belt of tools holding a hammer and holding like navigational tools in, in his hand, kind of looking out onto, onto the water. Uh, Pim, yeah, Pim, make a religion check. Religion? Mm-hmm. 15. Okay, I think you would recognize this is Koith, who is literally the god of shipwrights. As you guys are kind of coming closer and closer and seeing the island more and more, you can see other little temples. Uh, you can see huts and like places where people are just living. You can see people with livestock are starting to kind of walk down the hill. You're quite far away, and you have your little like telescope that you're looking through. Oh, yeah. This, this place is like filled with life. Different races are, are walking around. You see humans and dwarves and halflings. Uh, you think you see a couple of gnomes. You definitely see some orc. You finally kind of out of the mist, you see this large cliff up to your, kind of to your right that's a, a little ways away that has this massive temple that almost kind of looks like, like the Colosseum, like clearly doesn't have a roof and it's kind of like circular. Um, and you can, you think you can see like things up on top that are kind of moving around. It's quite far away. You can see basically anywhere you look along, like if you can get an eye line on it, you can see like temples. You get the sense no matter where you go, you could find probably a, like the temple for the god of a specific thing. As you kind of are looking up at that Colosseum on the cliff and kind of trying to try to figure out what it, what it is that's kind of moving up there, uh, you hear this kind of like, oh, this like cry, and you kind of whip around and you see flying in this tight formation, uh, these three uh, pegasi like dive down out of the sky and kind of like, like skim the water. So like all of their hooves kind of like pierce oh, the water and kind I'll of move. Yeah, except that they're Pegasi. But, yeah, but like... Yeah, yeah, tracing in the water. Uh, and you see on their backs are three women, all of whom are in kind of black and blue. 
Uh, you see a young human woman, sort of like quite tall and muscular. Her hair is shaved on one side. It's like really, really dark brown at the roots and then slowly becomes this dirty blonde and then this golden blonde at the tips. You can see as she kind of buzzes past you and like over the deck, you barely see she has kind of like a freckled face and she's got a big X-shaped scar on like one of her cheeks. There is a halfling on one of these uh, pegasi. The pegasi are also different colors, like a silver one, a black one, and uh, the one that the halfling is riding, which is uh, white and kind of has these massive scars across its side. The halfling seems to have some scars on her face. Like these just badass looking women that are armed and draped in like black and blue armor and, and robes and capes kind of like buzz past you and then fly up, up, up over towards that Colosseum and then kind of fly down out of view. And you said one was human, one was halfling. What was the other one? Uh, the other one, uh, from what you could tell, was another human, but you didn't get a good look. Mm -hmm. Colette kind of looks up. Ryrigard. Always pretty cool to see those guys. What? Uh, the Ryrigard. They're uh, chosen warriors of Harairi, goddess of the storm. The ship pulls up and goes inside that, that temple that looks like a gigantic ship. See this kind of like, kind of tall, brawny, kind of older looking human with like black hair and kind of salt and pepper beard kind of walks up. What the fuck did you do to your ship then? And you can see Olivia's just kind of like, hello Colin. <laughs> we had some problems in the, uh, in the broken bridge. We need to dry dock. How long do you think that will take? Colin kind of looks it over. Oh, ow. Three days, maximum. But you'll have to go stay in the island. We don't have any room here. Olivia nods. All right, everyone, grab what you need and disembark. Find a place to stay. Treat this as well-earned shore leave. We meet back here in three days. Kind of turns to you guys. If you wish to continue your journey to Svanhill with us, three days. If not, I truly understand. I think we'll continue to go with you in three days. Yeah. Well, if I see you here, sunset, three days. If not, thank you for helping in that fight. Course. She and uh, Colette and Talbot and their uh, their folk walk off. Um, you guys grab your belongings and, and disembark. Y'all are standing outside the temple to the shipwright god Koif, which is his, which is his name. <laughs> standing outside, you guys can see a path that kind of goes along the coast here, along this beautiful kind of scenic route, and then sneaks up, 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 up the hill, and then over the edge that you cannot see. You have your belongings. What do you want to do? Oh. Do, do I know anything about this place? <laughs> do I know anything about this place? <laughs> uh, you would know that it's, it is a gigantic island. It is an island dedicated to just faith, and if you come... So, like all the stuff you said, we know. Yeah. I mean, what I... You would know, more, uh, I did, did she grow up religious? Because the gnomes of the Berendog Commonwealth would worship some of the gods in the faith of the family. Make this character choice right now. Did she grow up religious? I think as religious as is typical for gnomes. Not anymore, not any less. So whatever was like the standard of the Baradog well, Commonwealth. You definitely heard, have heard of like the god Lear, who was the god of inventors. That was probably uh, a big, a god that was worshipped quite a lot. The majority of the temples I think you would know here are specific to the, the faith of the family. Okay. So to give, I'll just give you guys all of this a little bit. Uh, I don't know if I actually talked about this in game, but if not, if I have, then... Just shut me up. But basically, the faith of the family is the is the predominant religion in the world of Vale. There are other religions and there are other gods. The basic idea being there is Ilioth, who is the all-mother, the goddess of everything, the goddess who created the elements and created the world. Her children are the Leony, Deli, Aenor, uh, If, and Olak, who are the gods representative of law, 
good, evil, and chaos. And then all of their children, are there are hundreds of them, the Triu is what they're referred to, and they are the gods of the specific things, like Koith, and the god of the sun, and the god of the moon, and the god of the sea. That's the kind of vibe of the faith of the family. Um, you would know as a, a Genasi, uh, Michelle, that Genasi just worship Iliath. They don't bother with anybody else because they believe they are direct creations of Iliath, being mm -hmm. in tune with the elements. And Dragonborn stuff, um, you don't worship any of this nonsense. Uh, and you don't, really, you don't really know if there's gonna be stuff for your faith here. I've researched this. I think you would know yeah. of it. Yeah. I will say, there's like no reason that you should have a temple here, because nobody's from here. The Dragonborn aren't from here, they've never been here, as far as you know, like, so you're, you don't really know what you're gonna be looking for. But you guys uh, start kind of walking up the path, just kind of moving along. You can see there is, like, uh, you see this guy kind of leading a donkey who's got a bunch of hay strapped to his back. Uh, it's just a, it's a little halfling fellow. Um... He's got uh, some yellow robes on and just like a little yellow tunic with uh, a symbol on, on the front that is a sun with a trowel and an ear of corn crossed. And he's kind of leading this, this little mule. And I, he's just kind of passing you guys. Hi there! Hello. Hi. Hello! It's just kind of this little halfling with like sandy, sandy brown hair. Hey, did have you a good day. Oh. oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say have a good day, but did you have a question? I, I did. Um, do you know the building that looks like the Colosseum where the... Um, <laughs> like, uh, what's the Colosseum? What's the Colosseum? <laughs> um, where the Ryrigard are? Oh, the Stormhold. Yeah, how do I get to the Stormhold? Uh, follow this path into the main valley and it's not hard to miss. Cool, thank you so much. No problem. Um, oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> kind of looks you... I haven't seen one of you in a really long time. Okay, that answers my question. Um, when was the last time you've seen? Mm, about a year ago. Who was it? Did you mm. catch their name? No, kind of silver like you though. Thank you. Of course. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, is there a library here anywhere? Uh, I mean, you could go to the Hall of Thought. That's just the temple to the goddess of knowledge. It's wow. a big old library. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Do you have any idea where the Silver Dragonborn went? Oh, sure, yeah. So she I went um, to the Abia. I think that's what it's called. Old, old Dragonborn Temple. Oh, there is a Dragonborn Temple? Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, there's lots of, like, dragon iconography, and every time I've seen it, there, I've seen a lot of people go in, but in the last, like, hundred years, the only people to go in there have been Dragonborn. Thank you. Sure thing. Hello! Kind of waves at you, the other, another halfling. Have a great day! You Praise be to Thuthanachem! And he walks past you all. <laughs> oh, 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 wait! Uh, one more thing! Yeah? Do you know where the temple of, for Lear is? The, te uh, the temple of is Lear? Is there a temple of Lear here? Yeah, I mean, it's all, they're all in the main valley. Okay, thank you. No problem. Come on, Reggie! Kind of pulls, <laughs> <laughs> pulls, pulls the donkey. <laughs> they, they walk down the hill. Hey, so those, um, those women that we start riding, those, like, Pegasi, are at the Stormhold, and that's very interesting to me. I'm gonna head that way for the moment. You guys have three days to kill here in, in Faith Haven, which is a fairly large island. Sh should we maybe find a place that we're staying before we all split up, just so we know our home base? That's probably a good idea. Yes, that's fair. I would say, Pim, you probably recognize the name Tuathanakan. Mm -hmm. It's actually like, it's a term that is used for three specific gods that are the gods of like farmers' growth and agriculture. Hey, the three of them are Tuathan, Thana, and Nakan. But combined, they are Tuathanakan. So, uh, so you probably heard people worship that. There's probably a temple to the Tuathanakan where you're from. Really? Probably. Uh, cool, okay. Yeah. A lot of halflings like the Tuathanakan. 
Okay, so you guys are, uh, there's a tooth in There's a tooth in there. And you guys, are you guys just walking up the main path? Mm -hmm. I think just like looking for a, okay. ta a tavern or an inn or whatever. Yeah. You guys walk up and you're kind of getting, getting higher and higher up. And I will say like the view is completely stunning. Like you can just see this beautiful ocean. It's very Mediterranean vibes. Um, you kind of are above the mist now and you can see like kind of the sun. As you kind of walk along this path and kind of turn into the main island, you find yourself on a rim going down into a gigantic kind of like bowl-shaped valley. You can see all the way to the other side. At the very, very center of this valley, far, far away, you can see a lake. And built all across the lake are like white marble walkways. And in the center of the lake, constructed on these white marble walkways, appears to be a temple that is open air. And surrounding that is like a, a circular white marble walkway. So there's almost like a temple and like almost like part of a city and like walkways built onto the lake. And then you can see all of these buildings stretching out from it. It looked to be a variety of different temples and, and residences and, and things like that. It is stunningly beautiful. It's like idyllic. You can see there are whole sections that you're, you're about to walk walkthrough that are just like rolling fields full of grain and, and, and different crops and there are livestock fields and things like that. There are kind of mountains on the other side and a dark forest like it, it's just kind of this tiny little it almost feels like its own little world in here. It feels really quite nice. None of you are particularly religious but it, it does feel like strangely like like safe like a haven. And you guys start walking down into the valley um, you immediately feel some kind of warmer air. You can smell like fruit like growing on like the trees and these orchards that you're passing. You see a lot more on, out in the fields a lot more of uh, a lot of them are halflings but there are a few humans dressed in those same kind of like yellow robes and tunics with the symbol of the corn and the trowel a kind of crossed in front of a sun and they're like tilling till the fields. Yeah, like a little trowel that you'd use to do yard work. It's like a little shovel spade thing. Oh, cool. Thanks. You see like a, a halfling truck trying to pull like a giant pig um, back towards the barnyard. And they all kind of, hello! And they kind of wave at you all as you as you kind of walk by. I will say it's like a city. This is not like, it, like you're on the outskirts. There's a lot of fields and beautiful farmland and stuff. As you kind of move past these fields, the first kind of place you come across it almost resembles like a hunter's lodge or like a cabin that you would find out in the woods, but it's quite, quite big. It is kind of made out of these like stacked logs and you can see like ivy and undergrowth has grown up all the way, like up the side and onto the roof and down the other side. So it almost looks like it's like a little mound, even though it's made out of trees. You, can, you, you can't really like see a whole lot of what's going on inside because the doors are closed, but out front, uh, you can see there is a large uh, kind of area built out where the grass has been kind of cleared away and kind of replaced with stone. And there is a large kind of wooden frame that's kind of leaning up uh, with a series of different hooks hanging from it. And right now, one of the hooks is jammed into the body of some sort of monstrosity that is hanging dead from the hook. It's like got like the, this giant body of like an eagle, like a giant eagle, but its head is a stag's head but the mouth of the stag is filled with like sharp, horrifying teeth and its eyes are like this blood red and it's just kind of like swaying there. It looks like it is currently being like harvested. Like oh. feathers are being kind of plucked out of it. But it looks like the, the antlers, one of the antlers has been sawed off and you can actually see um, leaning against the frame, clearly taking a break is a man, uh, a human man. Uh, he is human. a human man. He's kind of uh, wiping, his, wiping his brow with, with like a wet rag and kind of wiping his hands. He's got his kind of sleeve 
sleeves rolled up. He, he looks like he would be kind of like of Asian descent if he were to live in our world of like Eastern Asian descent. He's got long black hair that's kind of pulled back uh, and he's got like a pretty thick black beard and a couple of like scars on his face. Pretty like rugged and pretty handsome. He's got a wide, like wide brimmed like cowboy hat, like low over his, over his face kind of wiping his brow. And as he kind of turns, you see on the other side of his hip is a revolver like stuffed into a holster. Kind of tosses the rag down. Uh, you can see there is now, as you get, a, get even closer, there's a bucket where some of the organs of the monster are being stored and like labeled. And he kind of like lights up a cigarette, takes a long drag, sits up, sees you all kind of approaching. Amy, we got Outlanders. Takes another kind of drag and you hear this like Whoa! And this little uh, black Shiba Inu kind of like oh. prances around, like prances around the corner with like a little handkerchief. Um, the whole front of her face is just like bloody, like she like ripped out like a throat or something. And she kind of like <laughs> kind of like runs forward and starts like kind of like jumping up and down around you and like kind of following you as you start to kind of approach this place. And you see the guy just kind of like grin and uh, drops the cigarette and kind of smushes it with his fucking cowboy boots that he is wearing. The dog's just kind of jumping up. <laughs> He's a girl, it's fine. Puts just a hand, not threateningly, just kind of resting his hand, one on his holster and one on like his fucking katana. Well, hi there. What might I do for y'all? Did you hi. do that? Oh, uh, yeah, that's all in a day's work. <laughs> Tell me more about that. What do you mean in a day's work? Do you do this often? Well, I'm a ranger for the Algaia's dead. Kind of points back to the uh, to the, the building. That's the, uh, the temple for uh, Algaia, goddess of the hunt. I'm a ranger in the employ of the temple. I go out into the world, uh, into really the wilderness of this island, make sure that the uh, monstrosities don't get into the city from mm. the innocents, that sort of thing. This Periton was uh, a bit of a thorn in my side, but luckily I've got the uh, best companion in the world, don't I, little girl? And she kind of like starts like scratching the dog and the dog's like, <laughs> and I said, so, oh, where are my manners? My name is Hero. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hero, it's quite the name. Uh, thank you very much. My mama gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> My name's what? Thora. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Miss Thora. Uh, please don't take offense to this. Y'all don't really seem like you know where you're going. Oh, yeah, we don't. We just got here. Oh, well, welcome to Faith Haven. Kind of stretches his, his hands open wide. Paradise away from paradise. It's fantastic here. Seems like it. Well, despite the monsters. Jerks his head back to the, the, the horrifying monster that's hanging from a hook. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to stay away from those. <laughs> Can I uh, point you in any kind of direction? You guys got any questions, or...? Yeah, we're looking for a place to stay for the next couple days. Well, so. sure, sure thing. Any of y'all uh, religious? Any of you here on a pilgrimage of some kind? No. Well, normally, uh, if you are uh, of the godless sort and you do have a god or goddess that you like to throw your lot in with, generally the, uh, the temple of that god or goddess is always happy to uh, put you up. The Algaistad's always happy to put up people, but you do have to... Uh, hunt monsters for the goddess. Uh, so if you are looking for a place to stay, you could always uh, go pick up a contract from the uh, from the goddess. And it's never a bad uh, never a bad idea to have the goddess of the hunt on your side. Kind of gives you a wink winning. But also if you're uh, if you're looking for cheaper fare and you just want to go and take a load off, you could always head down to the hearth. Kind of points down the road. The uh, temple to the god of the god of the home and the warm mm -hmm. fireplace and comfort. Big old place, cannot miss it. A lot of uh, people that are stopping by for not a long period of time like to stop by there if they don't want to throw their lot in with the particular god or goddess what's it called the hearth when you stay with in in the temple of a god or goddess do you have to do you have to like give give something or like do something for them while you're staying there well each god and goddess want different things mm. our guy just wants you to take care of the monsters in the world uh, hearth 
Arthur's all about providing uh, a warm bed, comfortable uh, living quarters, and food to anybody who might need it. So you don't really have to do anything except uh, show up when it comes to the hearth. And I will say, always interesting people there, interesting stories. And uh, Zuri, who runs the uh, runs the place, he's always uh, down to tell you the fun happenstances that are going around around the island. And he's uh, he's a little bit more well versed in everybody than me. I tend to uh, tend to stick on the uh, on the fringes there. Kind of looks at you all. Kind of looks at all of you. Kind of do still have like some cuts and bruises. Layla has not showered. Yeah, in days, weeks. Y'all yes. look like you can <laughs> maybe handle yourself in a fight. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Well, I'll tell you what. I was about to go off on a uh, a hunt in the next couple of days, and it was uh, it was just going to be me and Emmy here. But uh, I'd be happy for y'all to tag along if you'd like. Some sort of critter, you know, the dark forest, other side of the valley, been been preying on some poor, unsuspecting priests. So contract went through. I was about to go tracking in a couple of days. I was waiting for some other folk to get back uh, from a different pilgrimage. But if you're uh, you're down, feel free to always uh, go in there. Uh, ask for Faraday. She's the she's the priest. She's the kind of running the place and tell them that uh, Hero sent you. She'll point you in my direction. Uh, I didn't even catch any of your names. I'm sorry. I'd introduced. I forgot to ask your y'all's names. Uh, you're you're Thora. I'm Pim. Pleasure to meet you, Pam. Lilla. Lilla. I'm Winifred. Winifred. Uh, Winnie. <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing that. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> Doxy. Doxy. No, I don't see many uh, dragonborn around here. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Have I you... suppose you're looking for the Abia. Yes. Abia's on the other side of town. You'd have to cross over the uh, the shrines over there to the, the Leonie and to Iliath, but it's on the other side. Kind of on the outskirts, similar to this, but uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't think there's anybody maintaining it. Anytime someone of your kind comes by, they, uh, they we point them in the direction of the Abia, and they don't really stick around that long. Have you recently seen anyone? Uh, about a year ago, um, another female uh, dragonborn, Silver, such as yourself, uh, said she was speaking for a group, uh, but it was just her. Okay. Thank you. Did she... She went to the Abia. Uh, yeah, I believe she stayed at Hearth and then went to the was was planning on going to the Abia, but uh, to be perfectly honest, she was uh, she had to st stop into the Yalgai. Said we had to patch up some wounds that she had uh, undertaken. Did and you hear anything about her crew? Some uh, family of hers. I think she she insinuated that she was maybe traveling with some family, but she did insinuate that they weren't anywhere near the island. That she had come on her own to uh, to do some scouting based on. Funnily enough, a rumor that she'd heard that the Abia existed. She heard that there was an Abia there, and she came to investigate. I think you would know, uh, you would definitely know, Abia mm -hmm. is old draconic. Oh, okay. It's like Latin. It's something that no one speaks anymore, but it does mean solace in old draconic and sanctuary. Hmm. But it's not like, if you were to go to Esterlin now, no one would be speaking old draconic. Yeah. They would yeah. be speaking Mistin draconic, mm -hmm. which is the new, the language that the Mistin dynasty brought about. Well, it was an absolute pleasure meeting y'all. And Emmy was uh, happy to meet you too, weren't you, Emmy? Kind of scratches her ear. She's kind of. <laughs> well, uh, I gotta get back to uh, cleaning this critter, but uh, y'all wanna go uh, have a tussle out in the woods? Let me know. Pleasure to meet y'all. Tips his hat to you and he swaggers back over, pulls out this knife and starts cutting the critter. That, he is so confident. I really like that. Yeah. Well, um, the hearth sounds like a good place to go. Mm -hmm. I like the idea too of people talking that that Zuri person he told about. I'm I'm still interested to hear if anyone's gonna have anything to say about Landlock. Mm-hmm. We still don't know exactly what happened. We haven't gone back, which I understand why we didn't go back, but I'm always interested to hear if yeah. if word and what word has gotten out. Do you guys wanna head there? Yeah. I'd like to fight Mansa. Well, 
I mean, he has an offer on the table. Just remember that in three days our ship leaves. So he said he's not leaving for a couple days. And who knows how long his hunt could go. Okay. You don't want to miss the ship. Why don't we ask him to leave now? Well, I don't. We don't want to get in the way of his, his uh, seems like he just got back. You know, he yeah. probably needs to rest and take care of himself a little bit. Honestly, we don't know how long something like that can take. Yeah. But now we know this place is here and you could always come back when, when maybe we don't have to be somewhere. Okay, never want to do anything fun. <laughs> Hero kind of I mean, leans, y'all are kind of standing here talking quite loud. I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but I, the hunt would probably not take more than seven hours. It's like a forest over there. I'm not leaving for the next couple of days, but uh, I just wanted to quell your suspicions. We're not going to be going on a, a multi-day hike. It's literally like right over there. So like when you say that, do you mean two days? And like what time are you thinking well, of leaving? Because I think it sounds pretty fun at the moment. I gotta I gotta clean this beast and I gotta harvest it and I gotta get all the parts that are needed, harvested, cataloged, sent to the right people. And uh, then I gotta check in with Faraday, my boss, and clear everything. And uh, I was originally planning on waiting a few more days for some more of my compatriots, but y'all seem fit as fiddles and uh, you wanted to go, uh, I could leave as early as noon tomorrow. Could we have it's about time? it's about early it's about like mid morning today. But I could also leave any time after that. If y'all are down to help me, then I will work around your schedule. Could we help you clean that the weird, creepy thing? Uh, afraid not, darling. I, I, I've been trained how to do this specifically, and there's some nasty stuff that goes on with parrotons, and I wouldn't want to accidentally hurt you or anything like that. Part of the job as well. It's part of my holy service. Kill the beast, you have to be there for the entire cleaning of it, because you did kill it, and it's your responsibility. So noon tomorrow? Tell you what, I'll be here at the Algaistead with Faraday. When you guys want to come and hunt a beast, swing by. Emmy and I are always game. You say bye, Emmy. <laughs> kind of like leaps around. Can I pet her? Now. Yeah, you reach down and you pet her and she's super soft. She's still got blood all over her mouth and like oh. she's kind of drooling a little bit of blood. Like <laughs> Just this tiny little Sheba with a little neckerchief. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I would ask Zuri, uh, a lot of people come here expecting to, it, uh, to be just a lot, of, a lot of temples where a lot of people praying and chanting, but I think you'll find that it's a lot more like a regular city than you expect. You need some smith work done, need to buy something at the smith, go to the temple of the smith. The people of Tyne are always happy to smell, uh, sell wares. There's a market, <laughs> smell wares as well. <laughs> if you guys are looking for different kinds of goods, traveling goods, there's a market. Spring festivities are about to begin. There are all kinds of things to discover out there and if you're looking to purchase new armor new weaponry there's all kinds of stuff out there and i'll uh i'll stop buttoning in on <laughs> stuff that ain't my business takes a knife and starts cutting back into the periton well so is our home base gonna be hard i say we go check it out i mean if people want to fight a, mon a monster i'm not checking it out but i very much want to check out the uh, stormhold if there's something interesting there that I can do for the next couple days, I might want to do that, but... You're kind of walking, continuing along the road. You pass the Algaistead and keep going closer to the main city. As we're walking, I want to say to Doc, is everything okay with you? I have to follow up on some leads. What does that mean to you? Well, you guys know that I was looking for my family. Right? I think you guys knew that I was looking yeah. for my group. Like you said something about um, seeking like your on a mission for her dynasty has been looking for her missing party for a year. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think I knew it was your family. I think I just wrote down party. Yeah. Well, you guys know that I'm looking for my party. And this is the first lead in a year that I've gotten. What exactly happened there, Doc? Well, I sent them out on a mission and never heard from them. Was the mission dangerous? 
It could have taken a couple of years, but the fact is I had no contact with them. They didn't talk to me, they didn't, like, I, I could not find them. Like, none of the people who hmm. could do magic could find them. Hmm. Do you think something happened to them? Yeah. And that's why I need to follow this lead. What do you think happened to them? I have no idea. Do you recognize the person that they were describing? I think it might have been my mom. Do you want us to help find her? I'd be happy to. I mean, I don't think she's here, but I think there's a lead of where they might have gone. Sure. Because if they've seen them a year ago, mm. they're probably gone. But maybe there's something in that in that temple. Mm. Yeah. Um, was everyone in your group, did they all have the same scales like you did? No. I'm just, I just know that you've had that back of green scales around. Mm -hmm. Did you, like, are you afraid that that's someone from your group? No, that's an actual dragon. Oh, okay. And I think they're from the mistress that we mm -hmm. found like that, so that has nothing to do with it. It, okay. it. Like, that's a completely different interest sure. and thing to pursue that we're, I don't know, if we will. But I need to find my family. Yeah, of course. Well, it seems like there's stuff for you to look into here. Mm -hmm. Anybody is free to come with me? I mean, even if we find some evidence, I think that... I'd be more than happy to follow that lead more than just going to Swan Hill, you know? Like, if it leads us to somewhere else, I'd rather do that. I think it's more important. Thank you. So if it comes to that, I'd, I'd happily go that way. We have a lot of leads that we need to pursue. I know that mine is not the only one that sounds way more important than a random guy with a note to me. <laughs> if I had a, an opportunity to find my mom, I would take it. I don't even I know if I had a mom. I thought your parents passed away. Uh, Thora looks very hurt, but uh, she says, yeah, that's my point. If oh, I I'm, I'm sorry. If I find her, I would. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I know that you weren't being hurtful. It's just hard to think about. Yeah, I, I thought maybe I had misunderstood, so. Well, but should we go get a room at the hearth, check it out? Yeah, and then we can all kind of do... Kind of go where we want for today and then maybe meet back up tonight and just kind of talk out what we found out like what you found out was stormhold i think it was yeah stormhold. i mean that that's pretty much just seems cool hey <laughs> you never know you might find a lead of something i think it, it, you guys all see that like doxy's eyes are just like very focused like she's only thinking about one thing mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like that's very rare for doxy because i feel like she's always just thinking of a lot of different things. Okay, you guys continuing down the road, you start to pass a few different temples of different types of gods and goddesses, kind of smaller. Um, you get the sense that the bigger, kind of more important uh, gods with more followers are kind of probably near the middle, uh, unless they're like the gods of fields and harvest, stuff like that. You pass all different kinds. You pass like the god of like lakes and rivers and the god of, the goddess of the stars and stuff like that as you continue to kind of like weave, weave your way through the streets. Um, and you finally come across a massive building um, that if you were not told was a temple, you would mistake for a gigantic tavern. <laughs> it is a massive three-story building, which clearly has like a rooftop like garden area. Um, there are windows that are alight. You can see people are clearly staying here. There's a 
whole area out out front where people are stabling their horses and playing like horseshoes and playing like different <laughs> kinds of games and like you can hear like loud music playing inside. What is Pim's reaction to this? Wait, to that? Well, just just like the whole thing because it's just super like homey and like people having fun. Oh, like. I mean, it's just like right up his alley, I guess. He's like, nice. That's, that's what I was Honestly, I was just laughing because every time Max says people stabling their horses, I have like a, like alarm go off inside me like, where are our horses? Where are our horses? <laughs> 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 we forget about them already. <laughs> uh, you kind of walk through the door, which doesn't even have a door, it's just open. And you walk through this massive archway and are kind of hit by this, like, this smell of like baking bread. And you can uh, hear like campfire going, you can hear like this like jaunty song being played. People are dancing. It's the middle of the day. <laughs> uh, people are like arm wrestling, playing at darts. This doesn't seem like a seedy, like it just seems like really nice. It's warm and comfortable in here. There's a fountain in the middle with this like statue of this kind of plump guy holding like a tankard, like literally giving like a thumbs up <laughs> that you can only assume is the god Hearth. And you can see like this massive wraparound bar where people are getting drinks and getting food. There are tables, um, all types, humans, a lot of halflings, um, a few elves uh, and a couple of like orcs and stuff. People are chatting. There's like straight up like posters on the wall of like different like events that are happening. It's just very, very lively. And there are stairs that go up to the second and third levels. You can see signs that say to rooftop garden. It's just really, really nice in here. And you like kind of find, all find yourself like your feet just start like tapping to the music <laughs> without even like meaning to. Um, what do you guys want to do? You guys want to get like rooms? Do you want to just get some information and kind of get pointed in directions? Because it's like the middle of the day. You could always come back later, or you can just I can, you can just do perception checks if you guys just want to look around and see what's around. What yeah. do you guys want to do? I think Thor just wants to find a room for now, and then <laughs> I want to roll a perception check. Okay. And it's a sixteen plus three nineteen. I think you you notice uh, a big guy who seems to be talking to the majority of the people. Um, this really kind of big, tall guy with a big belly um, and, a, and a kind of bald head and like a broad grin and like this like gigantic mustache that like curls up like on his cheeks. Uh, who's just kind of like ah laughing and like hitting people on the back. Uh, you notice there seems to be a poster for uh, something called the Strengths Cradle, um, which basically just says come and prove your worth uh, at the Strengths Cradle. I pointed out to Thora. <laughs> um, so you can ask about that if you want to go to the bar and ask about that. There's all kinds of people kind of like d dancing around and having a great time. There's a couple people being a little quieter in the back. You see one guy's kind of leaning. He's just kind of sitting with a tankard and kind of watching the music. And he's like smiling and enjoying it, but like he's much calmer. Uh, he's kind of wearing like loose trousers and like a linen shirt that's kind of unbuttoned down and you can see like a muscular chest but he does seem a little uh older um kind of thinning dark hair and a weathered face he's clearly got like a tan from where he wears like armor like some pretty intense armor and he's just kind of sitting there uh kind of chatting uh chatting to a uh a very very old like priest looking fellow who's just kind of like listening to what he has to say yeah it's 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 quite quite lovely in here do i see any gnomes there is one gnome that you see, and he is sitting under the stairs on a little bench. He's got a big tankard of mead that he is drinking. Um, he's got uh, black hair that kind of sticks up in various directions, like a sharp nose and this kind of wiry little frame, and just kind of like twitching every once in a while, kind of look, looking around kind of excitedly, and then he just kind of chugs a little bit of his drink and kind of... Oh my god. Kind of twitching and just kind of enjoying everything. Twitching and enjoying everything. Cool. Yeah. You're walking up to the bar to get a room. Kind of walk up to that kind of fellow with the big belly. Kind of looks at you. Whoa, hello there. Welcome to the hearth. Hi. 
Um, I was wondering, can we get a, a rooms? We're looking to get some rooms. Uh, who's we? Uh, me and my uh, companions. Hello. I assume we all came with her, even oh, yeah, though she's leading. Well, yeah. I, at least I just. Alrighty, no problem. So uh, it's eight silver pieces for a day for per room. So I don't know how many rooms you all want. How um, many beds are in the rooms? Usually uh, two. Well, depending on the room. If you wanted a bigger one, I could get you a room with two queen beds in it. I'm very small and don't mind sharing, but if people want their own rooms, I can also pay for my own. Um, I don't have a preference. Yeah, I'll probably get a room with my brother. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew what you meant. Mm. I okay. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to share a room, Winnie? Sure. Do you want to share a room? I have a hammock. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind sharing. So three rooms total? All right, three rooms total. Unless That's you guys aren't sharing. 24 silver pieces. Can I put my hammock in your room? Yeah. Okay. I can pay for them. For the first day, of course. Here's three gold. Well, thank you very much. Can I get you anything to drink or uh, point you... You, uh... You're welcome. Don't really look like you're from around Faith Haven. Can I point you in any direction? Anything like that? Looking for anything? Looking to buy any wares? Looking mm. to find a specific god or goddess to send you on your way to salvation? I don't know why people come here. <laughs> um, well, I was wondering if, the, if um, you knew where the temple of for Lear is? Well, absolutely. If you uh, go a little bit further into the town, closer to the lake, you can't miss it. There's a big honking gear oh, on the top of it. sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. I'm, I'd like to head over to the Stormhold. Okay, if you cross the lake and follow the path, it's very high up on that cliff there, but you can't miss it. The building's pretty unmistakable, and follow the flying horses, that sort of thing. Great. May I say, you all seem like uh, mercenary types, kind of points down to you, Pim. Carry some swords on you. If you're looking for some quality metalwork, you could always hit up uh, the Temple of Time. Incredible smiths there. Of Time? The goddess like of the forge. Time. Nice. <laughs> um, is there a place we might be able to buy uh, health potions or um, things like that? Great thinking. When well, it is the, uh, currently it is, for the next three or four weeks, there is a spring festival that's that's held in the main walkways on the lake there. And there's always uh, booths and markets like that, people selling their wares. And the, the local druids like to brew up healing potions. I suppose you could find some there. You also, are... is there a bookstore here? Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I do not know if you can purchase books, but you can always go to the, uh, the Hall of Thought. and I've heard and... about that. Where's the Hall of Thought? Uh, the Hall of Thought is um, just south of the lake itself. Okay. I will also say if you are uh, the adventure, the scrappy adventurers that you uh, you seem to be, you could always head up to Strength's Cradle and uh, jump in the pit, as they say. Oh, what is that? Oh, Strength's Cradle is a, uh, well, uh, I don't know how much you know about orcs, but they don't actually worship any of the gods that we worship. They don't worship any gods at all. Um, they worship just the idea of strength and body and character and mind, that sort of thing. Go to the Strength's Cradle jump down into the pit and uh, test your strength against anyone else who wishes to uh, test theirs against yours. So is it orcs who fight? Orcs. Anyone is welcome to go oh. and test their strength. Friendly matches. We, no, we, okay. we you dull, dull, blades are dulled. No, no death. That's not what the strength cradle is about. It's about building things up. After all, failure is not the end. Failure is just a learning experience on the path towards greater strength and success. That's their motto. So if you want to go throw around, maybe earn a bit of coin on the uh, 
on the back there from the, the from the bedding. It's never a bad call. I've been in there a couple of times and got my ass walloped, but I'll be damned if it wasn't a fun time. <laughs> well, your room's here, gives you the keys. Your rooms are up on the third floor, and of course everyone has access to the rooftop garden, which is quite lovely in, in the evening specifically. Did you tell us your name? I'm Zuri. Oh, of course, we heard about you. Thanks for helping us out. Of course, it's, uh, it is my duty as the proprietor of Hearth to <laughs> provide everyone with comfort and information and a safe space. Hey, Zuri. I like um, yeah. I know that you know a lot of information. Have you heard anything about the town of Landlock in a few days? Town of Landlock, uh, the one in the vast. Yeah. Can't say that I have. Uh, haven't been there myself. Well, here are your room keys. <laughs> uh, f feel free to go up and, and drop any things off, but I, I would encourage you, please, explore. Um, some of these temples are very ancient and beautiful and, and are something to behold. Enjoy your time here in Faith Haven, wherever your paths may take you. I gotta go help out some other customers. Kind of swaggers away with his big-ass belly. Hello, this is Caitlin. You have reached the end of the episode, and also, oh, there's a bug! Literally a beetle just landed on me. Okay, backing up now. You have reached <laughs> the end of chapter two of Adventures in Questing. Where did you go, bug? Anyways, you know what to do. Um, tell a friend, tell a dog, or tell this beetle to go listen to our podcast. And next week we're going to have something a little different for you. I don't exactly know what that is going to be, but it will be something. Um, and then we'll be back with our regular scheduled episode on September 17th or 13th, whatever is the next Tuesday after next. So yeah, I'll see you then. <laughs>